Hey, bestie. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God. I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, Mavs. Hi, Jim and Mavs. My name is Sam. I don't have time for this week. Imposter syndrome. Toddler support. Hi, Mavs. I'm looking up. What do I do with that? Thank you. Welcome to Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. Bestie Hotline. I, don't I know. want to ride my hop on. <laughs> sure. I don't know why, but I, that ring, ring reminds me of a bicycle bell. I want to ride my Bestie Hotline. It doesn't, 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 doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't work. Happy Friday, Besties. Happy Friday. Look, it's we been need, a week. We need to acknowledge yeah. like our frivolous bullshit shit talking little podcast is not important right now no not compared to the global state of the world and what's happening on home soil yeah we've got our beautiful friends in queensland northern rivers new south wales even sydney now like the floods are insane if you are caught up in that fucking hell yeah how much can people bear it's just not fair it's just awful and then let's not even (laughs) take venture over the other side of the world world war three and poor people of ukraine look we just feel like you just can't be stupid on a mic on a friday about dumb shit without acknowledging the world is on fire the real shit and um yeah if you need to just get away for 20 minutes I guess that's our role. Yeah, I think we want to offer a space to escape, just to distract the mind, because I know what it feels like to be glued to the news. We all are. And you can't escape it. Like my social media. And we shouldn't escape it. We need to face it. We do need to confront it. But my feed is inundated with very confronting imagery. And yet, weirdly, you become so scarily quickly desensitized to it we live in a strange world where one minute you're listening to a silly podcast and then you're looking at tiktok tiktok and then you know explosions in ukraine and floods in byron so i guess we just wanted to acknowledge that we know uh this is not important but we hope we can give you 20 minutes of levity in your day Alrighty, shall we hook up a DL as we turn her dilemmas into some sexy ass dilemmonade? Fear Z. Hi, Jem. Hi, Revzy. Hi. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? That is, hear me out because it sounds a bit petty. My husband saying that we can't get a cleaner (laughs) once a week, okay? I am a full-time working mummy of a two-year-old, a very wild, hectic, chaotic, crazy girl. And we have just moved away from family, away from friends, as in we've moved to a tiny little island called Jersey. No support. My husband has two jobs. Gardening, so he mows the lawns and does a flower bed. And he also does the ironing. But since we've moved here, this is what really gets to me, is that he has got a gardener to do his job of the gardening. And then he goes and sends anything that needs ironing to a laundrette. It still tells me I can't get a cleaner. It doesn't help with the cleaning. Interesting. So she's married to an outsourcing king who's not willing to extend that ability to his partner so that she can outsource some shit. And she said, I'm right in this, right, Revs, that she's a full-time working mummy. Yes. She said, I'm a full-time working mummy. (laughs) That's a bit cockney. (laughs) She was much more posh. Look, if you have children, you are a full-time working parent. Preach! Whether you work outside the home or not. I think what she's saying is she also works outside the home full-time look if you're a full-time parent just because they're not billable hours they're still hours they're still working hours you're still clocking on you're still being of service to someone else because 
let's be honest. If you did not have a child and you did not have a job, you're having a hell of a lot of me time. That's not billable hours. Yeah. Parenting, that's imaginary billable hours. Okay. I don't follow, but yes, I'm sure you have a point. (laughs) My point is, if you have kids, you're working full time. So... I think we can riff on this because you have had a cleaner for as long as I've known you. Yep. I've had cleaners here and there as like gifts when I've had kids or whatever. I've never actually myself paid for a cleaner. Why? Let's get down to the psychology of why. It just feels like, and it's stupid because, you know, there's always a way to work it out, but it feels like an expense I shouldn't take on that I should just do it myself. Right. But that means it's never properly done. Okay. I binge clean. So how long do you let it go? Well, it needs to get to the point where it's like, this is a filthy crack den. And then I binge clean. And then it's like, then I'm doing every corner of every window. And then I'm doing under everything. Things are getting thrown out and sent to the salvos. Things of it, you know, it's like intense. Yeah. All or nothing. All or nothing. I do a spring clean like quarterly. (laughs) Whereas it would make a lot of sense to throw, what, a hundred bucks a week for a two bedroom apartment at a cleaner. Whatever. I haven't had a cleaner. I have though recently committed to an outsourcing service. I'm getting my laundry done once a week. Worth it. There is a laundry locally to me called Bubble Box and they pick up and return your washing. Same day. Amazing. Changed my fucking life. So see that mentality of change my fucking life? Yeah. That's how I felt when I engaged a cleaner. Yeah. Now, I will say we don't have a cleaner weekly. We okay. do fortnightly. Okay. And pre-kids, fortnightly was fine. We could have gone monthly, yeah, I yeah, reckon. Yeah. But with kids, fortnightly is a stretch. Yeah, right. Like by the end of the second week, I'm like, oh, my floors are sticking to it like at a pub yeah. after a very late night. Like a hen's night. Booze. <laughs> yeah. You know that stickiness? I know it. I know yeah, it well. peeling the soles of your foot. Oh my God. Side note. Yeah. Can I just tell an anecdote? Yeah. Do you remember producer Liv's hen's night? Yes, yes. And we had this giant balloon for her and she was carrying it around and we went to this club. We went to the club after dinner and I don't even think she wanted to be at the club but we went because it was a hen's. We forced her. And we went to this club and the helium balloon kept floating up and touching the roof. Yes. And then it came down and there was like a film, like a disgusting, I don't even know, smoke skin cell smoke machine sticky film on the top of the balloon where it had touched the roof and I'm just like I'm not even a germaphobe and I was like we gotta tuck and roll out of here we gotta get out of here this was pre-covid what's my point I don't know you digress sticky surfaces (laughs) get it sorted outsource it does trigger my feminist cockles that he won't let her. Yeah. When I hear the phrase, my husband won't, won't let, let me, me, I'm like, don't let love you, it. Don't let you what? Yeah. He doesn't own you. This is a partnership. This is a meeting in the middle of two minds. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me immensely that he has outsourced his chores. Did you let him outsource his chores? Exactly. It's funny, like my husband does the gardening and I have the opposite problem where he doesn't want to outsource anything. He wants to do it, but I don't think he's capable. Oh, I bet he wants to do it. That is like the dad handbook 101. Oh, there's something that needs doing. I'll go do that for two hours with a podcast in so you can parent. The problem is he doesn't do an amazing job. Okay, because he's not not a horticulturalist, is that what you're saying? Well, he's just not very detail oriented 
did. So when he cuts the grass, there's always little patches that are being missed. He'll use the blower to get rid of the leaves, but he doesn't quite do it thoroughly. So I'm the one who's saying, let's outsource that for you Mm -hmm. and let a professional handle it so that it gets done properly. Yes. And I feel the same about cleaning. Now, I've talked in previous episodes on the podcast before that I have a personal goal to hire a housekeeper to do my laundry. You want to be Thai. Like you want to be back in Thailand the way you were raised. You want a household staff. I know, but Revs... (laughs) I'm all bark and no bite. Yeah. Like, I really am. How long have I been talking about what, this? What does a housekeeper do? I, I don't know like, anyone with a housekeeper. I believe it's laundry. I thought that was all they did. Just laundry? Yeah, what else would they do? I don't know. I want to know what a housekeeper is. It <laughs> sounds like the nanny. <laughs> like Giles, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Giles. Jeeves. Jeeves. I find it curious, like, how you said, oh, no, I can't pay for a cleaner mm. when I'm capable of doing it. So it's not even a cost issue it's more of a I shouldn't let someone else do that for me when I'm more than capable Look, of doing it I'm sure it. if I added up my coffee spend every week it would probably be the same as a cleaner and yes I can make a coffee at home and not spend 580 every morning on an extra strong almond flat white 580 is that where coffees are at these well, days well I have almond milk and I have an extra shot it's okay. like a bougie level Combo. up coffee yeah what's that a week what's 7 times 580 it's 40 dollars okay so that's not gonna really be a cleaner no well so Eighty dollars a fortnight I spend on coffee. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh that's close to a cleaner yeah, if you go close. fortnightly like us for a two-bedroom apartment. Easily. Mm. But coffee's your joy. I get yes, it. Like it's my joy, and I won't not have it. And yes, it's frivolous. And yes, I could save and blah blah blah. No, won't do it. Won't do life without coffee. Life's not worth living without my XAF. So see, I, I think it's good that you've drawn the line there yeah. and you know what you want. What I struggle with is people who refuse to get a cleaner, but they complain about the fact that they don't have a cleaner. But then I see them spending frivolously elsewhere. And I'm like, but then that's your priority. Mm. If you don't want a cleaner because you don't want to allocate funds to that, but you're willing to spend it elsewhere, then don't complain about it. Because for me, what do I have would... if we don't complain, Jim? <laughs> we don't have a podcast. Life is not worth living without <laughs> complaints. I feel like we need a privilege alarm on this podcast. It's yeah. just like ding a ling a ling Just observing our privilege. You know what I hate? People who don't have a cleaner but complain that they don't have a cleanup but won't get a cleanup but spend money elsewhere (laughs) (laughs) oh the stink of privilege no but i mean it i find it interesting that having a cleaner the perception of it it's more what i'm talking about the perception of it it's like oh how bougie you have a cleaner and i go yeah but i would eat canned tuna with packet rice for a year to have a cleaner because for me having a clean home impacts my mental health yeah it impacts my ability to get my personal work done yeah it's a domino effect in every way so i've identified that so for me it's number one priority more than clothes more than shoes more than handbags more than jewelry more than fucking skincare yeah i would move mountains to have someone help me clean the bathroom yeah it's the bathroom it's the bathroom it's the bathroom and the kitchen I really hate scrubbing on my hands and knees. I'm too much of a fucking princess. Princess. (laughs) No, I just hate it. It doesn't feel like a good use of my time. But when I binge clean, I stick in my AirPods and I listen to a bunch of podcasts on music. I don't hate it. 
I think that's the problem. When I get to doing it, I'm like, oh, this is actually not bad. I could do this more regularly. Well, if it works for you, then that's great. I could not handle a house not being properly cleaned every fortnight. Yeah. But it's the same thing with bedding and towels. I've got a girlfriend in New York who her thing, her foible, is that she cannot shower with a used towel. So oh. she has to have a clean towel oh. with every shower. Whereas, Like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and that's her thing, okay. right? Like I could use the same shower for a week, yeah. pushing it even two weeks. Yeah. Bedding, lazy as. Yeah. Like, you know, some people are like, oh no, I change my sheets every single week. Yeah, every Wednesday. I'm a fortnight gal. Yeah, right. I won't okay. change my bedding until two weeks have gone by. So everyone sleep in your bed by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one in there messing it up. It's great. Well, I don't know. We do soil the bed <laughs> in inverted commas Ew. with our bodily fluids and that's in my bed. Oh, so. you just roll over after you come up. Whoops. Laundry day. <laughs> so back to our DL. Yes. Babe, just put your foot down. I definitely put your foot down. Sounds like you owed it. If that's your chore and he's outsourced his two chores, just book it. I'd be curious to know what he he spends on gardening and what was the other thing? Ironing. Ironing! Come on! That shit does not come cheaply. So wait, is there such a person, is this what a housekeeper is, that would come into your house, do your laundry, change the sheets on the bed? That's what I assumed a housekeeper does. And then do they cook a bit? See, I don't know. I clearly haven't investigated it enough. Do you know what? I had a little revelation as we were talking where I was like, I just need bubble box by the sound of it. You do need bubble box. Because the thorn in my side in life is laundry, yeah, which is my allocated, nominated job. Yeah. So I've accepted that. It's and not I, even that expensive. It's really worth it. Yeah, right. Because if you really think about the time it takes you to do the loads, Revs, sort I feel it, like I could bold. say the same to you about a fucking cleaner. I know. I think the thing is you need to identify what is your thorn in the side of your week. Yes. And just fucking outsource it. Mine's laundry. Yeah, yours is laundry. So I need to outsource it. Yeah, and mine too was laundry. Now that I'm a single parent, laundry is just... Because my ex-husband was really good at laundry mm. and it's something I've really noticed <laughs> now that it's down to me. You're like, damn. I'm like, damn. He really handled really that. <laughs> I'm sure he's missing my cooking because I'm the cook. But so now that it's down to me, I'm like, okay, someone else needs to do it. Yeah. If I could outsource the bins, I'd outsource the bins. But it's the putting the sheets back on the bed. Can they do that too? I guess that's the level up of a housekeeper versus yeah. bubble box. Yeah. Because they would do that. Yeah. I'm assuming. I think it's like the game we all play was like, if I was rich, I would have. You know, because it, it's like anything, like getting Botox and then suddenly you're thinking about, do I want a little bit of filler? Do I want to get this done to my hair? It is a slippery slope. You outsource one thing and you're like, wait, could I do this in every area of my life? So I think it's just like picking that one thing that yeah. you like go, that's the thing I hate the most. Can I outsource it? Yes, I can. Yeah. One thing I enjoy doing in our house is tidying the kids' bedrooms. Oh, because you like styling it. Is that what it is? You like styling it up. It makes my heart really happy. And I find it really meditative yeah. putting all of the kids' puzzles back in the right... Like, I'm one of yeah, those right. people where their playroom is very ordered. Mm-hmm. So all the games have their little pouches that they belong in because I always think I'd hate to pull things out and they're missing bits. Missing bits drive me nuts. Missing right. bits is like playing a scale on a piano and not hitting that last note at the end. 
it bothers me immensely. So I always keep the kids' room clean. And that's never a job that I feel the need to outsource. Because it's interesting, Kate, who works with us on the podcast, she said to us just before, she was like, yeah, but you have to clean for the cleaners. Oh, God, I wouldn't. And I was like, no, I do. But you do? I, but I wouldn't call it clean for the cleaners. I call it tidy, tidy. for the cleaners. Because they, they can't do their job <sighs> unless shit's off the floor. It's not their job to move your shit. Their right. job is to clean what's clean, yeah. being the objective word, what's there. Do your cleaners bring all the products? Everything. Vacuum cleaner. Yep. Okay, so you don't have to have all that for them. I advertise that I have none of that. You have none of it. Yeah. Okay. And pretty much all cleaners have preferred products anyway. And like my cleaner has one of those commercial mm. wears a pack on his back with like Ghostbusters l- set up. Yes, yeah. exactly. Fuck yeah. He's not going to want to use my shitty vacuum cleaner that I don't own. <laughs> <laughs> assuming it just wouldn't be as efficient See, as what he's got when i got vacky kennedy my life changed yeah. vac efron which is my mm. if you're Wait, a dl- <laughs> bit of context for new listeners yeah so new dls revs has vacky kennedy i have vac efron there are robot vacuums. See, that was an expense that you were willing yes. to fork out for yeah i hate vacuuming and you saw the value in it yeah it's fantastic we can't recommend it enough. I think we have the same one. The Robo Rock S5 Max is oh, yeah, what ours is People will called. ask. Yeah, I'm glad I put it out there then so they don't <laughs> slide on in. I've worked out what they're the equivalent of. Mm. Having a dog to lick up all the crumbs. Yeah, except you don't have to walk it or pay any attention to it or yeah. bath it or take it to the vet or have its hair cut. It's amazing. Way better than a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I know that families that have dogs yeah. where their dog just comes and does a lap under the kids' high chairs and yeah. cleans it all up, they're like... Like, it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, I've got back Efron. But sorry, then you've got a dog slobber floor. I don't know, it dries. Ew. It dries. It's still gross. No, it's not my jam, yeah. but some people love it. Do you know what I've never owned? What? Ever. What? A mop. <laughs> I'm so bad at mopping. I like mop my kitchen with baby wipes under my feet. I get it. Not eco-friendly. I will like stand there in the kitchen, baby wipe under each foot. Zhuzh it around. Zhuzh it around. Don't even spill my wine. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Get that done. Then you look at the bottom of the baby wipe and you're like, fuck, this floor was grubby. I don't own a mop. I don't think I do either. Yeah. Yeah, mopping's not my jam. It's a little bit gross, really. Yeah. Imagine where we really live. Like, we probably live in these absolute cesspools. Like, they look pretty on Instagram, but really it's probably just like germy surface on germy surface. Cummy sheets. (laughs) (laughs) She went there. Listen, DL, I'm going to give some advice. Go on, Remzy. I'm going to give some motherfucking advice for a Friday. Just book the cleaner and then have the fight. (laughs) Yes. Don't, don't ask permission. Fuck, you're a grown-ass woman. You earn your own money. This is your chore. Get it sorted. If he got his sorted without asking permission, just go get it done and then have the fight if you need and throw the gardener and the fucking ironing in his face and see where you land. Yeah, the permission thing is a funny dynamic in relationships, I have to say. I think you can model to your partner how when they ask permission for things that you're like it's cool babe you don't you need model. to ask for permission no seriously you're I, parenting your partner I, I do this with my husband i kid you not he has this funny thing where so we're not big on buying things for ourselves i would say our focus on where we like to spend money is like on our home yeah we're not frivolous with buying clothes or I don't know like my husband will wear a pair of work shoes for five years yeah. and get them repaired and I'm like just buy a new pair so he started doing this thing where he's like oh I really need to buy like a jumper because it's getting cold and- <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, and, I'll, and you're like, okay, I'm like, so buy it, <laughs> like you're like, but don't buy it without me approving the color and style. That's very true. That's very true. I think we could talk about that in another episode and go into detail about how you can curate your partner's <laughs> wardrobe and how much they need it. I love that we call it permission when the man's asking, but when we want to be in control, we call it curation. curation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. What the fuck, patriarchy? But basically, Hubs wanted to buy something expensive. This one time, obviously, it was a surfboard. <laughs> and he was tiptoeing around me, like sheepishly asking if it was okay. And I just very casually said, yeah, babe, we work hard so you can enjoy these things. Off yeah. you go. Go buy your surfboard. You know, like I just try and make a point. And then if he gets uppity mm. about me wanting to do something fancy for myself, like a facial, which I get done once a year. Yeah. I got my hair done yeah. the other day. So nice. Can I just say? Yeah. It was fucking expensive. Yeah, it's outrageous. It was $580. <gasps> for brunette? Yes. No, I, I, don't, I think you have to let go of the brunette thing. No. No, you do. Because now I have greys. Oh. So it's a whole thing. No, we, it's not. No, it is. The $580 yeah, nah. is a lot. And in my head, I went, Jen, it's fine. You do this once a year. Cost per wear. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me think about blondes. You know who go regularly every Hi, eight weeks? sitting right here in I front know, of you. I know, but surely it doesn't cost you $580 It could, a but I go to someone who is not that. But okay. it could easily cost me that much. Okay. 480 it used to be if I went to 480 like a, Yeah, every six weeks. See? So now I'm definitely not apologetic about having a cleaner. Yeah. Because I'm very low maintenance on this yeah. situation. Every time I go back to Blonde Blonde, I'm reminded, oh, no, no. This is reckless. <laughs> I don't need to be blonde blonde. I can be a bronze. <laughs> yes. I still stand by balayage. Yeah. I mean, it's on its way out, which is a real crying shame. Is it really? Yeah. It's done, babe. No. Yeah, it's done. But that's what I just spent $580 Balayage on. arrived when Sarah Jessica Parker had it in Sex in the City 2004. That's when it arrived. At least it's still in the 2000s. Sex in the City has just had a reboot and they're now in their 50s. Balayage is done. You look sad, but I, I, I think, but the Botox is pre <laughs> preventing you looking fully sad. Anyway, back to the cleaner. Babe, just book it. Yeah, book it and then challenge him to have the fight if you want. Oof. And um, you know what? Slide back in and let us know how it goes. Yeah. I think we need an update. Yeah, a few of the DLs have said, can we have some updates on the Bestie Hotlines that are open-ended yes. and need a resolve? So if you've been on Bestie Hotline and we uh, helped... <laughs> lol slide in and let us know we'll do a little bit of a roundup next episode on um how our dls are going with their deliminate well that runs out our bestie hotline for this week dls we love you we love you we hope you have your an okay weekend yeah find the joy in the small things yep guard your heart as i say yeah take yourself offline if you need to have a break i know it's super cliche but just getting out in nature and just getting off your phone does wonders for the soul we love you love you besties bye bye, -bye.